Good morning. This is Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded and IoT franchises. Here for this week's Five Minutes with Discussion. This week, my guest is Ed Kuzemchak. He is the CTO and the Director of IoT for Software Design Solutions. Good morning, Ed. How are you? Good morning, Rich. Thank you for having me on. I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Glad to hear that. So you guys are into the IoT, machine learning, embedded intelligence, and all that stuff. So where I want to go with this discussion, and hopefully it uh, is a place that we can talk about, um, has to do with putting intelligence into the end nodes. There's, um, when we talk about machine learning, there's a distinction between what happens in the cloud and what happens uh, at the edge. So I'd like to take this discussion down to the edge, which it's, in my opinion, it's a lot harder because of the available compute power and the availability of power itself. So um, am I on the right track here? Is it really hard to do machine learning at, at, the, at the edge? And what can we do there? I think you've hit the nail right on the head, Rich. Um, you know, there's the, the, the couple of things that make it really hard to do a lot of compute out at the edge is, like you said, compute power. Uh, and compute power really is a factor of the fact that you, you have a lot of nodes out on the edge. I mean, think of IoT like a triangle. Up at the cloud is, is one element possibly, but out at the edge you might have tens of thousands. And so do you really want to spend that money on compute power out at the edge? And then you mentioned also power itself. Often those have to run on a battery. And so that, that certainly limits the amount of compute power you can do out there. So what do you actually need? I mean, it, you know, I'm sure the answer depends, but give me an example of what sort of compute power do you need at, at the edge to be able to do any, any real machine learning? Well, you're absolutely right. It, 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 it does depend. And so what, what we tend to, uh, tend to get into with a lot of our industrial and retail types of clients and agricultural is you do out at the edge what is important to do having the limited visibility of one sensor node. And then you leave the next level of processing. Uh, we're real big uh, proponents of processing in the fog, those, that next node that those, uh, that those edge units report to. So if you think about a sprinkler system or an irrigation system in an agricultural environment, out at the edge, um, the problem with those nodes is they have to be very rugged. They have to stand up to the weather. They're probably running battery power. And so what you do there is a lot of, um, I wouldn't call it so much machine learning, but more heuristical kinds of things. Now, it might have started from a machine learning algorithm. That's one of the things that, that we're starting to get into is you train your algorithm in a machine learning, but you don't end up putting you know, a TensorFlow model out at the, out at a, out at a uh, irrigation sprinkler head, for example. Okay, I'm throwing you a curveball here. I know you like to prepare for these types of interviews, but you said something that uh, really caught my attention. Everybody keeps talking about agriculture. Um, is there a real market there, and what does machine learning have to do with agriculture? I, I think there is a market there. Thank you for the curveball. Uh, so I think <laughs> there is a market there simply because agri agriculture, I grew up on a farm, and uh, agriculture is, is a market where efficiencies count and being able to react counts. There's plenty of things, you know, in agriculture that you can't control, like the weather and the market and the pricing. But everything that you can get control over is, 
very beneficial for your efficiency to be able to tweak those things, to be able to know how things are doing. And the other thing is it's a, it's a, uh, uh, it's a industry where you have a low, uh, small amount of labor to produce a lot of material. And so you have to make that labor very efficient. Okay, go back one step, but what is agriculture? We, are we talking about the um, putting water on the crops, or are we talking about monitoring cows, which I've heard a lot about lately? Um, what is agriculture to you? So it's, uh, it, it's all of those and a little more, because it's also the, you know, if you think about the agriculture that happens in the U.S., it is cattle and, and swine and all of those and, and, and all of that livestock but it's also growing crops. And so when you have some, you know, when you have uh, crops, you may have thousands of acres and you're not going to be able to monitor the soil conditions of thousands of acres just the way that my father did, which was getting in the pickup truck and driving around um, because you just can't do it. So if you can have a sense, sensors out there that monitor and say, oh, you know, this field doesn't need water today, or this field, I mean, you're talking about, you know, drones to spot, um, to spot infestation of insects or infestation of weeds, so that now you can start to apply your, your herbicides and your, and your pesticides much more, much more sparingly. And so it's an environmental thing as well. Interesting. Okay. We're almost up against our time here. Um, what is the software design solutions contribution to this? So one of the things that we are doing is you know, we're working in, in, a, in a number of different areas. Um, and like I mentioned, our focus is to do the right level of, of, uh, of filtering at the edge nodes. We do a lot of firmware, hardware design. We help people with prototyping to, do, to select the proper edge nodes. And then up at the next level is uh, the gateway. Um, we like to do our machine learning at the gateway, where we have something plugged in a wall we have a lot of horsepower, and that's where we do real machine learning. And what we learn there, we push down to the edge nodes. That's, that's our standard way of, of working at this time. Until you can run you know, real machine learning on a battery for 10 years, that's, that's where we're going to sit. Very good, very good. Well, thank you very much, Ed. I appreciate you taking the time this morning. Uh, that was Ed Kuzemchek. He is the CTO and the Director of IoT for Software Design Solutions. I'm Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Thanks, Ed. Have a great day. Thank you, Rich.